Trekkies and Trekkers, welcome to this amazing Star Trek podcast on Trek Tuesday. I'm your host, Dorinda, and together with my lovely co-host, Amanda Hopper, we will recap every two weeks an episode of Star Trek, starting with Star Trek The Next Generations. All the episodes will be recapping Chronicle following. We will approach each episode with a humor and a feminine look. Today's recap is of the episode Naked Now. So let me introduce you first to my co-host Amanda. Hello Amanda. Well hello. Nice talking to you again. Same here. So this week we have watched the Naked Now. What do you think about this episode? It was really actually kind of funny in some parts. They had some pretty funny parts in it. Like, basically everybody's drunk basically off this virus. It's like, if it, if they touch someone, they got it. And it was passed down from person to person, basically. So, basically, uh, the Enterprise has to uh, go to his next mission, and they have to go run the through with the science vessel of SS... Chaloskovsky. And they had to go wonderful with it because they got, uh, well, Starfleet got a lot of weird messages of it. Chaloskovsky was there because they were um, investigating a red supergiant star that turned into a white dwarf. So um, it was a little bit of as well, but also um, a little bit dangerous. Yes, because it could easily explode at a moment's notice. And basically, basically the star could like explode at a moment's notice without warning. Yeah, and uh, of course, the, they also got those strange messages of the crew. Yeah. And, and uh, when they hailed... Uh, the vessel was that um, it was a, a woman who was talking very flirtatious and yeah. that was yeah, it was, was like a party atmosphere in the background too yeah yeah and while they were partying there was a big explosion and there was a emergency hatch that's blown out from the bridge and um, yeah, they were all sucked out. Whoever was on the bridge was sucked out into space. Yeah, and well, the away thing uh, went down, and they it was a, a really weird environment. The whole ship, and mm-hmm. uh, they found frozen crew, and um, yep, that was the first. F- thing that uh, when Jordy uh, touched that frozen touched body and that was in a shower I think yeah that was in the shower that was also a yeah. weird thing to frozen up in the shower that was the f- uh, how the um, infection went over to Jordy and so, that's how it came on the Enterprise yeah through Jordy did you notice by the way that Diana Troy's hair was hideous. Oh my god. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, it was. She had 
Yeah, I think that the, that was the moment also that they are going to experiment with um, with her hair and her clothing. I remember yeah. in one of the in interviews that she said it was, I hated it. Yeah, I think some of her hair was part of a wig, wasn't it? I think a lot was of it, yeah, because I remember also in another interview that she said, well, I have stolen one or two wigs off the set from Diana. <laughs> and the wig that she is wearing in Star Trek Picard, that is the her wig from Star Trek Nemesis. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Yeah, she talked about oh. that in one of the interviews, and yeah, well, that's the the first thing I saw her hair. I was thinking, oh my god, poor, poor Marina. But that was I don't know if if in how much they did that with the other actors as well, because um, when I was listening to one of the uh, podcast episode of. Um, the Delta Flyers from Tom Paris and Harry Kim, they also said okay. they had to use every time they went on set, they always had to wear a wig. Oh. So I was thinking, oh, okay, I didn't notice that. But huh. yeah, so who knows how many actors had to have uh, wearing a wig in TNG. Yeah, I think um, Brent Spiner probably did. I think maybe so, yeah. Um, maybe it was a wig. Maybe Or maybe it was his hair all brushed back real tight. I don't know. I Maybe we can ask him or look it up. Maybe it is yeah. somewhere. <laughs> hey, come on the podcast. <laughs> Um, if we are going to the next scene, okay. uh, the away team is uh, back in the sick bay, and they are going to see. Tricord. Yeah. Crusher is using her medical tricorder to make sure they didn't bring back any diseases or pathogens or something that could harm the ship. But right away, the thing don't really recognize the virus that Jordy has. Basically, it's hidden for now. No, no, and that's that was the weird thing, and he be they noticed it because he became oh. he became snappy, and that he had it was hot in the room. Yeah, they said it was getting a bit warmer in the room, and it was stifling. So that's, yeah, that's, mm. and that was just the point that. Dr. Crusher was thinking, ah, okay, maybe there is something, but there's nothing to see on my tricorder or scans that I did. Hmm. So she decided to keep him in sickbay for now. Yeah, and when she went to her office to check something, he put his combat no down and... He left sickbay. Yep, he took right off on her. So, um, and I said, said this um, last episode as well. You can see how, uh, quote, 
how young data is end quote to in how he behaves and how he talks and and later on i'm going to jump now but okay uh later on in the episode data got infected and that was what i was thinking question mark question mark question mark yeah how can how can data be infected and if you have gone further in the episode when dr crusher had uh the antidote for disinfection he got a doses as well but that is so strange because he's an android yeah i know that i was like wait a minute if he's an android how in heaven's earth did he get infected if he's an android and then he got the hypo spray huh yeah yeah that was so weird and in one way uh data is explaining it from okay my neural network can be as like no center lock for you, etc., etc. But it was still weird that he is being affected, and that reminds me also uh, if you are uh, looking from uh, Star Trek Picard when uh, the androids and the synths got their own mind in a way. So, yeah, I was thinking about that with Data too, and it was really weird and. As soon as Data got the, his shot, he went faster to work to get those... Uh, Isolinear chips back in the wall. Yeah, yeah. Isolinear. And then he was like, just went really, really, really quick. Yeah, well, um, we're going back to that scene of uh, Jordy leaving the sick bay. So Jordy is going to visit Wesley, and Wesley has a sign project with... Uh, tractor beams and whatever he does, but also mm. he made a thingy with uh, he okay. can mimic the voices. voices like Picard's and others. And in one way, I was thinking, okay, he is smart, he is bored because <laughs> he can't go uh, do his work uh, everywhere on the ship because Kevin Picard doesn't like children. In a way, and so I think it is it it is his youth, but also his um, thinking of okay, I'm going to do this, and let's see what I can make of it. Not in the not in the bad way. He he just he find out how bad it really was when um, they were endangered with the uh that the white dwarf was coming at them yeah so oh because wesley basically in the episode after a while he took over engineering and used that little piece of equipment of his to create like a shield over the doorway so no one could get in except for that other dude that was playing with the isolinear chips i think in one way he was just like and you can that innocent kid that doesn't know the consequences of it mm, yeah but in the because other way was... it was more like yeah he didn't yeah he didn't know what the consequences of it was and he just noticed that when 
Riker went down to engineering with the engineering chief. Then he figured out an oops. I did something really, yeah. really bad. Yeah, I was like, oh crap, I'm in trouble. So, well, we were read that uh, Jordy was half left the sick bay, and uh, there was a shipwise search for him, and Tasha found him in the observation mm -hmm. launch. Yeah, that's where she found him, and that's uh, also where she was infected by him. Yeah. And the remarkable thing was that um, Jordy didn't want to put his visor on. He wanted to. Um, he wanted to see as how we do. Yeah, he like he said, I want to see like you do how other people see. He said to Tasha. Yeah, and um, Tasha brings him to the sick bay again, yeah. and. So it's it's from there the um, the affection is spreading over the ship, yeah. and, and we could see that it, when um, Tasha yeah, went to uh, Troy's quarters because she wanted some advice about cruising. Yeah. Because Troy, she said, Troy dressed nicely. Yeah. That's and, a nice quality. Yeah. So, the average radius was already um, thinking, oh, she got a two now. I need to bring her to uh, sick bay. So, she brought Tashia to sick bay. And that is how she got infected. Uh. I don't think she brought Yar to sick bay because Yar took off from her, and mm. then proceeded to you know, because Yar was doing her old little hip wiggle thing there, and while walking by some crew members, and then I think she also proceeded to give this guy the big old kiss on the lips. All this mayhem going on. Yeah. Yeah. So then Wesley showed Doctor Crusher in sick bay what he did with the tractor beam and what his science project was and Dr. Crusher urged him to go back to stay in his room yeah because go it's, back to the quarters yeah because it was um, dangerous yeah it was dangerous but it was also um, yeah she, she didn't, didn't know how to uh, how much effect it was. Yeah. And when he was leaving, he's like, is it a little hot in here or just me, he says to her. Yeah, and, you know, it's the, um, that's how he got infected. And so the ship is very, had to be on quarantine in one way. And yeah. let me see where am I in with the scenes. Okay, yeah, uh, the next scene is that we're all on the bridge and Picard is a little bit worried about the star that is going to explode. And although Riker, and that's what it was one thing too, uh, what I was thinking uh, at the end of the episode, Riker is m more or less the hero in this episode because he, he didn't has been infected as most of them 
So he tried to get working, and even when Picard was infected, uh, he took, yeah. and you could see that he took over the ship's command, and uh, you could see that because he then sat in the captain's chair. Yeah, he like he had more control over what was going on with himself. Because everyone else was like really, really, really infected, really bad. Him, he seems he was he he seemed to be able to like control himself for quite a while. Yeah. And, and able to like command the ship for a while until the antidote was done. Yeah, yeah, and um, it was I and and that was a. Little weird too. Uh, Diana was a little bit in that way infected. Of uh, I thought it was a little weird that she didn't. It didn't have the same effect on uh, the other crew members. No, like her case must have been like a mild case of it. She might have had. Yeah, perhaps, and maybe I don't know. But that's also. Uh, I got the feeling too that um, she, uh, like Will Riker, and that was another thing. When she visited Riker in the engineering, and she was already infected with that, she called him well, yeah. Bill. Bill. Yeah, she called him Will. Instead she didn't of call Will. Commander Riker, she called him Will. Yeah. No, she she called him Bill, but and not Will. So that was weird too. Oh yes, Bill. I thought it. I was like, did she say Bill or Will? So that was a little weird. That I was thinking, okay, why is she calling him Bill instead of Will? Could have been a slip up in the saying. Hmm, can be. Yeah, uh, who knows? So. <laughs> Will, or sometimes called Bill, I guess. It's weird. I need to see if I can find out if if it is something with it. I don't know, because it's a little weird that she is calling him Bill. Yeah. Huh. Okay, so we were on the bridge, and Picard was a little worried about the star, and he was talking to... Um, real Riker, and then in his voice sounded over the in uh, over the whole, yes. whole ship, and that was uh, Wesley who was saying and playing. Okay, uh, put all the commands to engineering to acting Captain Wesley Crusher. Oh, the little brat! <laughs> Yeah, he, that kid was a smarty pants. He had that thing tuned to Picard's voice and put all controls to engineering and named himself acting captain. In one way, it was very weird. But on the other yeah. hand, what would you do at that age if you had the knowledge and whatever and you were infected? And I remember Picard was talking to him and... Uh, to uh, convince him that he had to give the command back to the bridge. And so Picard was um, explaining to him that the infection is some kind of like Being drugs and alcohol. 
Yeah, and alcohol intoxication, I said. And Wesley's like, oh, cool, I'm drunk. I think it, it, his reaction is like, every young boy, young girl would do that at that age, I guess. Even if you are living in the future. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. There's, I'm sure there's kids in the future that rebel at that age. I think it's not a kind of rebellious, but I think no, it was... No. Like I said, in one way, he uses his brilliance. He's infected. Yeah. But it's also like um, some kind of an innocent something. And later on, he just uh, teaches what the uh, consequences are. So, well, huh. the next scene was a really funny scene, I guess. That was that Data uh, was collecting Tasha to bring her to the sick bay, and <laughs> Tasha was hitting on him! Yep, in a suit that showed a lot of skin, and she had a figure on her. Like, this outfit looked really nice on her. I don't know what you would call it, but it was a really nice outfit. And it was like yeah, a, it is. I think it was like a pants dress thing. Yeah, it's like a... I don't want to say like exotic. A pants that you would wear in Persia or like a desert country or whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. Kind of like what Jasmine wore in Aladdin. Yeah. Something okay, like that, yeah. Except for the top part. Jasmine wouldn't wear a top like that. You know, what <laughs> I was thinking about this scene as well is how hard this must be for Brent's partner to act like he had to act like a, yeah, an android that just was programmed and that she was asking him as well, yeah, you are fully programmed for pleasure, right? <laughs> I'm fully functional and capable in many ways, he said. That was so funny. I know. Uh, but I think it's also, like I said before, um, it's very nice to see how young Data still is. He still is yeah. innocent. He still is curious. And you see that in every time he uh, speaks, for example, with... Riker and Picard in how he questioned, for example, a uh, uh, human word he doesn't know and try uh, ask them to explain it. Yeah. Like, like one point he had like humor explained to him because he didn't get the point of it at first. Well, the, the funny thing was when uh, I thought that was... Picard or Riker, they make a joke and Data didn't understand it. And so I thought Picard was explaining it to him. And then Picard and Riker sat down and he looked at Worf. And Worf said to him, I don't understand their human uh, as well. Yeah. Well, there's one woman on the ship that she said the joke over the air airways that probably everyone on the ship heard it. And Data's like, Oh, I heard this little joke coming from, I forget if it was engineering or the shuttle bay. There was a girl, young girl from Venus whose body was shaped like a... And she, Picard's like, Dana, stop that! 
like told basically flat out told Data not to tell the rest of the joke. Yeah, and that was also um, in that episode that he went to the holodeck and uh, to learn from a comedian what humor was. Yeah. Yeah. That's later. That's later on. <laughs> I forget the name of that episode, but it was funny. And Gunnan at one point in that episode too goes with him too. Data and Riker are spitting down the whole Enterprise library of finding a cure or what can help, uh, what the symptom is. And uh, Picard was very convinced that they had found the cure, so he um, sent that over to Dr. Crusher. Yeah. And she tried to make a antidote, but the cure, what this, and that was really nice also, um, they backed up the history of the Enterprise C. Yeah, the Kirk ships. Kirk's ship. Yeah. And so the cure that Dr. McCoy found for this uh, didn't work. So she needed to uh, do it, redo it again. But meanwhile, she was doing that. She was um, infected also. Infected also, yeah. So, and that was a little bit funny as well because. Uh, Picard was infected as well, and he came to her, and they, oh no, first it was Dr. Crusher who came to his wedding room, yeah. and she was super flirtatious. And yeah, and had her hair down and started on her shirt thing. Yeah. And then it was the other way around. Picard went to the sick bay, and um, that mm. was also a little bit weird, but also funny. Of, of um, he called her Beverly. Yeah. Yeah. Jean. Uh, yeah, and he she called her Jean. Uh, he she called him Jean Luc, yeah. and he was saying, "Ah, no, I'm your captain." So. You have to call me captain. And she said, well, if I have to call you captain, you have to call me doctor, doctor. or chief medical officer, she said. Yeah. And I was thinking, oops, did you, you really do say that against the captain? Oh, well, she said it. So I have to call you captain. Yeah, that was really funny. Um, well, at that moment, we also see that um, the Enterprise is really in trouble because uh, the star is collapsing. Dr. Crusher mm -hmm. doesn't have a cure for it. Uh, there are more and more um, callings of that the whole ship is going to be affected. Mm. And, of course, we have Wesley Crusher in the engineering who is taking command over everything. 
and and that was yep. something weird too. I thought if they tell that to Doctor Crusher, maybe Doctor Crusher, because he, she is his mother, would be mm. like a mothery tone of Wesley. Listen to me. Get this off. Get this off to the bridge. We really are in danger, and you can't mess with this. You know. Yeah, you think they would have uh, sent her down to give him a bit of a talking to about it, but they're more concerned about her getting the uh, vaccine done. Yeah, and in one way I can understand that, but there's still that factor of his mom, and if you, I have noticed that in all the seasons in one way, he always have the respect of uh, to his mother. And he always listened to her, and he always get the opinion of his mother, but also of Ken Picard, in his own opinion. And so, in one way, it was a little weird that she didn't give him a tough talk and say, okay, now it's done, you're finished, get everything back to the bridge, and you have house arrest for the next month or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, she, she should, like, I, I'm, I'm thinking they, she should have gone down with the others and told him to do that, like, give back power to the ship to Captain Picard. Yeah, and, and I don't know why they choose that. Perhaps they think that finding the cure is more important than she giving her son a stern talk. Yeah. You know what also weird is? Is that um, Worf isn't infected. Oh, because yeah. you would think if everyone is infected, then Worf will also affect it. Or he has those strong genes that it doesn't harm him. Yeah, because Klingon genes are probably a whole lot different than the humans. Mm -hmm. so, so, either he caught it and, and he's not showing it, or he didn't catch it and he's just plain lucky. Well, in one way, we know of the Klingons, they are very proud. And we know also, yeah. Wolf will not go easily to the doctor. No, and he'd rather fight. Yeah. But in one way, it was still it was still weird that he didn't been affected. Like at one point, Worf is like basically the one that's I think Not he's the affected. one that was able to think straight. Yeah, he's able to think straight really easily, and while others are like all loopy and sitting in their chairs trying to think of things to say, but Riker was able to help out some. And but Worf, he was like doing a lot of work, and he's like. And they're asking where's Data and them, and he's like, "Well, Data's here behind me, sound right on the ground, fell over." Yeah, and that's uh, that's the weird thing. Why is Data infected and not Worf? Yeah, that's so bizarre. Because Data's an android, like not human, but Worf's Klingon. He's also not human, but he did not get infected, but Data did. What is up with that? So that's that was really, and the weird thing also was when uh, Data started to put those chips back together in engineering, it was f first very slow, 
And mm. when he got the cure, he it was daylight again, and he went in fast, and it was almost um, that he could make it in a way. So when daylight was on the bridge and fell down, um, there was a conversation between Wesley and Picard still, and uh, there was a moment that. Wesley offered and said, well, there is a chance we have data. Data can put them uh, all back together because it's just simple uh, chips. Yeah. And, Riker, and Data is sitting next to Picard and Riker slouching in the chair, all happy looking on his face. There was a point that uh, the engineering chief found a way to put the force field down in engineering where Wesley yes. was. And Wesley was a little in panic and he knew he was in trouble. Oh yeah, he knew he was in deep trouble for what he did. So... He's like, he's like, oh crap, I'm in trouble, the shields are down, and he's trying everything to get to go back up, but it didn't work. Yeah, and Riker was there, and uh, so Wesley said, well, Data can put the chips back together, because he's also fast, yeah. and... So data started, and but it was not data yet in a way, and I remember that um, Wesley said in a way, okay, we can see it on the main view uh, where the uh, star collapsing is, and when yeah. Wesley saw that he was, uh, he's like, oh my god, yeah, he was a shock. Cause he yeah, didn't his face know. is like the face of, is like, oh my god, or holy shit, no, this is happening. Because Wesley is being very smart, he started to explain to Data, well, I know it's a lot of chips down uh, on the ground, but see it as a game, how fast can you do it? Yeah. yeah, like how fast can you go, like how quick can you do this, can you beat the timer? Yeah, and... Um, then Wesley, uh, then, uh, Riker asked Data, Data, can you make it on time? We just have nine or ten minutes. And Data like, said, well, yeah, I just need one minute more. And then Wesley yeah. come with a solution again to give Data one more minute. And he was thinking, okay, I made those thingy thing with tractor beam. Why don't we do that in big? Yeah, like a tractor beam, but make it bigger, Wesley says. And he hooks his tractor beam up to the ship and uses that to um, push the other ship. I forget this, I forget the name of the ship already, but he pushes it into the asteroid. And yeah. it blows up and it gives him, gives him a few extra seconds or so. Yeah, and that the crusher found the cure, and she... Yes, she did. Um, the cure uh, has been spinning around uh, to the whole ship. And then they came in engineering. Picard did uh, give it to Riker, to Wesley, to... Uh, first, the, the engineering chief. And that was also... Um, noticeable the engineering chief was first a woman and not Jordy and that's what I also think with uh, was with 
Wolf, Wolf oh. was first on at the helm, and I was thinking, but he's more like security, you know. So, yeah, you could see also in this episode that they are still looking in what form and in what color uh, people have to wear as in uh, what they are known for. Yeah, like security engineering is like the yellows. Uh, Picard, he's cat and he's got red, but there's also that Riker wears red too. And there's blue, which is the medical area. I think those are the three main colors, I think, aren't they? Gold, and gold red, and blue. Yeah, that's also, and that's the, maybe the weird thing, every time if I do a cosplay or if I do a, um, I make a new uniform for, for example, Star Trek Online, I always keep those colors in mind for those mm. uh, decisions. Yeah, it's so, like with my uh, my Dr. Sung cosplay that I did with the vest and shirt, and <laughs> the vest, I tried to tried to find the right fabric that would work for the right shade. It was a bit of a trick. Yeah. Um, we're going a little bit off topic now, but did you see the new <laughs> uniforms of uh, Strange New World? I did not see that, uh, but I think I saw a picture of it. Take a look on my Twitter after this, then I have okay. pictures and tweets on it. But there was also, they are going to have a ancestor of... Yes, I heard about that one. Singh, I thought his name was. Yeah, I'm very curious about that, to be honest. Mm. Okay, um, let's back to the episode. So, they don't get the cure... And then he's going to work ten times faster. Yes, he did. He, he As soon as he got the the cure, his head pops up. He's like, ooh, cure. And then he's just, his hands were like a literal blur. Like, it was like, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. It's like his hands were, like, moving really, really, really fast. And he uh, did it with, like, real quick. And they were able to get out of there, like, super quick away from the asteroid star, I mean. So... What else to mention is is that Picard and Riker are going to uh, mention Wesley in the logbook that yes. he also saved the Enterprise. And yeah, he was yeah, like he had his hand in saving the Enterprise too. So yeah, they are going to mention him in the logbook about it. Um, and uh, I think they said he mentioned his science teacher too. That was nice to to hear too. It was. It's the recognition that people need to hear. And it was also really funny how Wolf reacted. Oh, Wesley the boy. And Crusher said, yes, Wesley the boy. The boy? Yes, the boy, my son. (laughs) I think that was also a little start that how... And Picard said that at the end. We're going to be a uh, good... Crew, if we can... Hold off our temptations. Yep. And then Data and Yar both look at each other and then look away. Yeah, that was the last point I had on the notes. Troy came back on the bridge, Tasha Yar came back on the bridge, and the first thing Tasha did was looking at Data. And... (laughs) 
so she woke up to Data and said, well, Data, what you think what was happening is didn't happen and uh, that's it. And yeah, it didn't happen. I think they left the fang fans uh, with their own imagination what happened in that room. Yeah. She's like, don't you say a word type thing. It's like, nope, it didn't happen. We didn't do it. Yeah, this was uh, the end of the episode. What do you think overall of the episode? I love that episode. Yeah, it's me too. Like it. It, it was maybe a real start of TNG, I think. Yeah. It, it's, uh, it wasn't... Uh, I just thought um, Encounter at Far Point was a little bit hasty because of they had a big storyline to tell. Yeah. But this was quite and... nice. So, there is only one thing we still need to do, and that is the, the ranking of the episode. What's your you ranking? Oof. I really loved it, so I'm going to say a 10. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I loved it. I'm going to give it a 10. Okay. Um, I will give it an 8.5. Yes, I loved it. But I know there will be more excited and more better episodes in the near future. So, um, yeah, for, for a kind of begin episode, yeah, it was quite nice. Yeah. So, yeah, it was nice to talk to you again, Amanda. And I think we're really enjoying why you're watching all those episodes. Yep. I noticed by myself is that I sometimes really want to watch um, the next episode right away. <laughs> but, okay, that's me. The next episode we're going to recap is uh, The Code of Honor. Yes, that episode. I hope you guys, your listeners who... Um, and I don't know if you, the listeners are doing this, but... Uh, Maybe there are some of you who also rewatch the episode, what we are watching, and maybe, yeah, you can also discuss with us on the Facebook group and YouTube channel. You can comment on there uh, or on my Twitter, uh, personal Twitter. I didn't have made a special Twitter for Girls Talking Track, but okay. Um, it would be nice if you guys tell us what you think of this podcast and what you like about the episode. And uh, if you have uh, your own opinion about the episode, just let us know. Really, really, that's what one of the reasons we uh, made this podcast. And um, yeah, who knows, maybe... One of you can join us in one live episode. What do you yeah. think, Amanda? Have the occasional person uh, join us for uh, for yeah. uh, discussions and stuff. Yeah, because we are we are looking back at the episode like a with a female touch, and I always say if you do it with more person, more person see more things than that we. If you do it alone or if you do it just with two persons. And it would be nice if we can hear some of you guys' 
opinions about uh, of the episode. Yeah, and that'd be a good idea. So yeah, like yeah, like I said, that would be a good idea to have some uh, guests on that get their opinions about episodes. Yeah, it would be nice. And you know, I mean, then it's not our opinion also, but it is somebody else's opinion as well. And yeah. um, I just hope that we get a little bit more listeners to uh, join us and talk with us about Star Trek and the episode because that is what why I made this episode and of this podcast and also my other podcast uh, around the talks fantasy and sci-fi yeah just get it out and I hope women who are listening to this podcast girls don't be shy just get along and there are a lot of men who are always already doing podcasts like this, etc. So now it's the girls who have to show their powers and say, okay, we have girl power and this is what we think from yeah. a woman's uh, point of view. Yeah, don't be shy. Speak up, girls. It was a lovely episode again. So the next episode is the Code of Honor. I'm excited to uh, hear you next time, Amanda, again, to uh, what you think about it. Yeah, I can't wait to be on for the next one. So, I must say, I'm having fun making this and just having you as a co-host. I'm very uh, thankful for that. Yeah, it is fun doing it. Well, let's hope that we can uh, do this for a long time. Well, there are a lot of episodes. We have a lot of episodes to do, so it's about seven seasons, and uh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. we still just started. Episode but, uh, two was done. I'd like to thank you for uh, joining me again, and um, I will see you in about two weeks. Thank you for listening, and join us in two weeks with a new episode recap. The episode we're going to talk about is the Code of Honor. If you like this podcast, you can listen, follow, subscribe, and comment on Anchor, Spotify, Radio Public, Breaker, Google Podcasts, the Facebook group, and YouTube channel of Girls Talking Track. I hope you guys join us on the Facebook and the YouTube channel for commenting on the episode not only of the podcast episode but also on the star trek episode and just let's talk about it like we said in uh, the recap uh, it's very important to us to talk with you guys about those episodes i really like it amanda likes it so trekkies Don't be shy, just join our conversation. I'll see you next time.